Hi everybody, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome back to episode 90 of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. My body is officially destroyed from the hike that I went on yesterday. The next time you come up to New York, I'm definitely going to have to drag you up and do that hike with me. It's such a fun hike. Provided it's warm enough, yes. Well, yeah, yesterday we went, and it's like a beautiful day out in New York, it seems, this weekend. We had that tropical storm warning last night, um, but it didn't seem like it affected us too much. I'm yeah, waking it's been nice up. and sunny here. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking at the weather right now, and it's a balmy 72. Um, it only gets bad around Thursday, Friday, where it's 89 and 92 and lightning storming or thunderstorming. Um, <laughs> but today it's 75, partly cloudy. That's, I mean, you can ask for more than that. No, you really can't. I'm going to have to make sure I get outside today. Yeah, no, the hike is a is a great 10-mile hike. and Oof. Yeah. But what's great about this ten mile hike, Reza, is the first, the first like I wouldn't say thirty three percent of it, you're literally four points of contact climbing up a mountain. It's great. Really? Yeah, and I think yeah, I think you. I think you and I would. I think I know I definitely enjoy it, and it's not. It's fun because you and I have the ability to get up super early and then bang this out. Um and we we sort of set a good pace, you know. Like we we've we've hiked before. Yeah. I think I think it would be as intense as Blanca Lake was. It's just sort of truncated into a shorter amount, shorter distance. Break night wasn't how how long was Blanca Lake? I feel like that was shorter, but Blanca maybe I'm Lake wrong. it felt like it took us it what wasn't. three hours to get to the lake. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And then another two and a half back. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. It was I, just because there was I, so many switchbacks. Yeah. And yeah, we were stepping over, like, mostly tree roots. This one is, like, Tripping all right. a couple of times. I busted yeah. up my foot. <laughs> well, I didn't yeah, bust right? up my foot. But I just kicked a root when we were going down because we were flying down so fast. That was so much fun, though. Just yeah. <laughs> being so ballsy and just running down a mountain at full speed. If, to me, it felt like the safest way. It felt like the safest way because you because you could bounce off of things. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would recommend you bringing some sort of hiking shoe. I don't know what you wore to Blanca Lake. Was that a hiking shoe or was that just sneakers? No, those are basically running sneakers. Yeah, that's not going to work for this one. Just because you're going to really want traction um, when you're climbing up this mountain. Right. So. Got to prep. I do yeah. have. I just got some trail running shoes, so I'm not sure if those would be. I think they should maybe. be pretty good, but maybe I just um, I, I always I'll, do these I'll send in a hiking boots. You. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a picture before. Yeah, verification from Sandy. Yeah, right. And then what's great is you hike into town, you get this bomb brunch, and then I was gonna say, wasn't there like ice cream or something? What was it? At yeah, the end? there's there's also ice cream. There's this place called Moomoo's Creamery where for nice. one scoop, okay, one scoop, they, what they do is, I don't know how they count their scoops, but we asked for one scoop yesterday and the guy went to the tub once, plopped it on the cone. Twice, plopped it on the cone. Three times, plopped. He went five times, Raza, for what was determined to be one scoop. One scoop. I've been noticing that lately. I actually went, uh, well, 
I don't know if I want to use this as a segue right now, but I, I've gotten ice cream a couple of times with Lena recently on our trip last week. And every time we went out, it's like, oh, we'll take one scoop. Or Lena was like, let me get the kid's scoop, which is supposed to be smaller than one scoop somehow. And it still ends up being like three or four scoops of ice cream. Right. Um. So I definitely, whatever whatever health benefits I got from the hike, instantly nullified by the amount of ice cream that they served no, me. That's- not instantly. Inst- just on. wiped, Reza. <laughs> Reza, it was a full squad wipe. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, tell us what you've been up to, where you went, what happened, what yeah. went down. So, uh, in our last episode, I talked. We we had to pre we had to pre record our last episode. So usually we record these on Sunday. We release we we release them on Mondays. But last week I was in Denver for my brother's wedding, and in fact the episode got uploaded a bit late. Um. People were not happy. People, well, Denver's <laughs> airport was having some issues, man. Let me tell you, like flying back, flying back home, my parents they had a delay of like six hours, dude. Jeez. Yeah, I had a different flight. They were on like American Airlines, and there there were supposedly like maintenance issues with their plane. They were supposed to leave before me. They were supposed to leave by three and get home at around, I think ten or eleven. I guess eleven because of the time difference, something like that, and um. I was supposed to leave at six and get home. No, they were supposed to get home at ten. I was supposed to get home at eleven, and they ended up getting uh, they ended up getting home. Like I think they landed about three in the morning. They got home at about four in the morning, and then my dad had to wake up at six for work. Jesus! Um, but my flight was delayed by a good like forty five minutes, and so by the time I got to Lena's house, it was like one thirty in the morning, and I was just exhausted. I just passed out. I couldn't I couldn't even bother to upload the episode, so I Didn't- did it. I did it in the afternoon. Didn't we fly back from Brazil uh, on American? Yes, it was the worst because we took land airlines and uh, we took land airlines to Chile. I think it was to Santiago, right? And then we went from Chile to Rio on land airlines. And before the trip, I was a little worried because I was like, man, like I want to watch some movies on the plane. I don't know if land knows what's good with this. That was one of the best planes I'd ever been on. Yeah. Land like is have, land is no joke. It is no joke. It is not a joke at all. Like they had a, a, a collection of like well over a hundred movies, not just like recent movies, but they had a lot of like a really good catalog of older movies too. Um while I only watched like the newer movies, the ones that were just out of theaters or leaving theaters, they had they they definitely had a solid collection of older movies that you could have watched too. And then coming back we were on American, I was like, Well dude, like Land knew what was good coming down, but like I can't imagine how good this flight's going to be on American going back home. It was one of the worst flights ever that, that we've ever been on. Out of like the seventies, man. It, yeah, it, not a line straight out of the seventies. Like the TVs, we had like two TVs for all of coach, right? But right. The TV was really close to us, and even though the TV was like black, when I close my eyes, I can still see it. You know, exactly. Because it wasn't exactly. off. <laughs> oh, so oh, bad, and it was so cold. It was oh, yeah, so was cold. We didn't pl- we didn't prep for that. Like Lena always brings like sweaters and stuff like that on planes. I'm not bringing and- a sweater to Rio in the summertime. I, I just don't like bringing sweaters on planes in the first place. I just don't like taking a backspace for that. But honestly, when I went to Denver, um, I did have a sweater on my bag, and it definitely came in handy. It got cold on that on that plane. But yeah, I was on that flight back home from Rio. I was I literally like stuffed my arms into my t shirt. I remember I, like, that. Took, I got the I blanket. <laughs> I'm literally like oh, I'm like five years old. Like I'm just like like basically in a fetal position in my chair, trying to like bring my legs up because I don't know if I was wearing jeans. I think I was wearing jeans, but 
I don't know. My whole body was just freezing, and Hell the blanket yeah. wasn't helping. So no, it was and how we barely got onto the flight. Oh my god! Even though we were at the airport like eight hours ahead of time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and it was just like basic intuition what it came down to. Like, hey, you think that's you think they keep saying our flight, even though it says to like fly to Miami. Miami? It literally said Miami on the board, and all their announcements are in, are in Portuguese, which. Surprise, surprise, Sandy and I don't speak Portuguese, so Obrigado. they're making announcements don't, don't, over... Don't talk. All right, I know how to speak Portuguese. <laughs> they're, they're making announcements over the intercom, and we have no idea what they're saying. And I think, Sandy, you, I, I was cool. I was chilling. And you were like, you know what? I'm going to go ask them if this is the flight to New York and, and just double check. So you go. And I was like, all right, whatever. You do, do you, boo-boo. And I took uh, they time say out yes. of my day from watching Suits. <laughs> They were like, yeah, 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 this is a flight to New York. Like, oh, they're like, you better go. Like, this plane's about to leave. And we're like, so you mean to tell me that the flight to New York, you guys thought it proper to mark it as the flight to Miami? (laughs) Okay, just so we're clear. Just so I'm clear. Yeah. But yeah, so I flew to Denver for my brother's wedding. Uh, I left on, uh, I think it was Wednesday. Mm -hmm. No, it, it it was Wednesday the 25th. No, 24th. Um, so our flight was initially supposed to be like 6 p.m. and we flew Frontier, which if you don't know what Frontier Airlines, they, they have a huge reputation for being a budget airline. So, well, their, I don't their think tickets, it's a reputation. I think that's what they are. That's what they are. Yeah. They, they actually advertise as being budget airlines. So they, they nickel and dime you for everything. You, their flight, like, and, and the, the thing that's good for them is they basically, like, if you've never flown Frontier before, you look up flights and you'll see Frontier that it's like fifty or sixty dollars cheaper than say a an American or Southwest flight, and then you book the flight, but you have bags that you need to check, or you have bags that you want to take with you. They charge you for even carry ons. So really, yeah, the, you you get charged not just for check bags but for carry ons. Now I think I think a check bag is like thirty dollars, and I think a carry on is twenty five. So you pretty much want to check your bag. The only reason why we took a carry-on is because um, I was in my brother's wedding and my suit, like we needed to take, I had to take my suit with me and we just didn't want to risk losing the luggage and losing the suit. So we we took a carry-on. Sure. Um, or at least we took a carry-on with a wedding attire and then we had to check back for the rest of our stuff. So we got there. Oh yeah. So uh, the, we, we got a notification like a few months ago and it was like, hey, uh, there's been a modification to your flight please check it here. And it goes, all right, your flight's changed to 6 a.m. What? Just, just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just your flight's casually. changed to 6 a.m. Yeah. Just super casually. You don't have an option. Take it or leave it. Well, just take it. Uh, so we, so Lena ended up having, she was supposed to be working a half day. She ended up having to take the full day off and we uh, flew out to Denver. Uh, we got there at like 8.30 in the morning, rented a car, got a Hyundai Elantra and I was not a fan the, no. Uh, the, 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 why? Why are you not a fan? Be, I'm not a fan of automatic cars in general, but because uh, I, I drive manual, like I like driving stick. I like I like the power that you're able to get by being in certain gears and being able to control when you when you shift. Which I know they have like the little whatever stuff in in uh, many of the automatic cars where you can do that, but it's just not the same. It's not the sure. same at all. But like when I when I try to give it gas, the car is like, "Are you sure you want to give it gas?" And I'm like, yes, and I stay at the same level. And then it's like, okay, I just wanted to make sure. Then it goes. <laughs> like, there's that second of confirmation that it just wants to confirm that you actually want to go faster, or that you want to give it. A not every, speed. not not everybody wants to go fast. So if you, 
you know, if you step on it, the car thinks you're making a mistake. Like, buddy. It, it, it thinks so. It's not that serious. Well, let me tell you, in Denver, they drive fast. Like, I was getting past left and right, and I was doing the speed limit most of the time. The speed limit's 65 miles per hour on a lot of their highways. Yeah. And I was getting passed, like, pe- by people doing, like, 75, 80, which I would probably do if I lived there, but because I don't know the roads. When I am when I don't know the roads, I tend to be a little bit more cautious and and just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not as comfortable, so I tend to not drive Probably also fast. not trying to get pulled over. Yeah. I mean, that's someone in the back of my mind, but honestly, I just feel comfortable. Maybe it's because it's not my car, too. Well, I just true. feel I just feel more comfortable not going as fast. Also, other people in the car with me. Which also, you know, makes me drive slower. Right. Um, but yeah, so, so we, we, we go to rent a car and they're, the way they do it is like, it's, it's from a Hertz and they have like two people working at a desk and then they have a bunch of these video monitors where people, I think, are literally working from home according to what Lena, well, at least Elena's belief. So this lady, she, she's, uh, she, it's like, a, it's basically a Skype call and, She's like, oh, what are you in town for? I say at my brother's wedding. She goes, oh, your brother's wedding. Well, I think you want to arrive to your brother's wedding in style. So why don't we go ahead and upgrade you to the uh, the Mercedes, whatever, and uh, uh, I'll be able to give you half price. And I was like, nah, I'm good. She's like, you can't deny it without even hearing the price first. I'm like, all right, what's the price? She goes, well, it would normally be $100 extra per day, but for you, I'm going to give you $50 extra per day. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Nah, I'm cool. Like, that's literally more than what I'm paying for the car that I'm getting from you right now, which I was already slightly unhappy to pay for. I mean, I was right. happier. Be- the prices for the rental cars in Denver were, were ridiculous for this weekend, months in advance that I, when I was looking. I couldn't find anything cheaper than like $350 to $400. Wow. I was luckily able to find one um, finally for like 200 to I don't remember. It was two hundred fifty dollars somewhere around that range, mm-hmm. and she's talking about me spending. Oh, and it was a week rental too because it was for like four or five days. It just ended up being cheaper to get the weekly rental than the yeah. daily one. But she's talking about me spending an extra fifty dollars per day, and she's like, "Okay, well, okay, how about we go to like the Nissan, and that will only be like an extra twenty dollars per day." I'm like, "Nah, I'm good." She's like, "All right, well, what I'm going to do for you is uh, we'll just go ahead and include the." The price of the gas for you that way for like twenty six dollars that way you don't have to worry about filling it up. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I got this. No, I got that too. Yeah. Like, I'm not sitting here. I'm not trying to be on my trip and sit there and plan all my uh all my refuels or all the driving that I do to ensure that I'm literally delivering this car back to you on E with the light has been on for like forty miles. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not sitting there trying to calculate that. Health is like you're like Kramer in that one episode of Seinfeld. Health. It's like he's driven so far. That the dial has fallen off the car. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. The upsell is so aggressive. Yeah, no, like she was like, I'm just going to include that. I'm like, no. No, you're not. Because, and and the thing was like, she almost got me too for a second because I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, all right, well, Lane and I are going to go to this bridal show after, uh, on Sunday before we come back home. And that was supposed to be from 12 to 4. Um, which in hindsight, and there was no way you could be there for four hours, but I was a little worried at the time. We'll sit, sit there and thinking like, well, if we're coming back and we're rushing, we might not have time to get the gas. Um, but we did, we had, a, we had plenty of time. We actually needed to fill up the tank too, like a day or two before we, we took the car back. So how much is we gas is out just, there? It's about the same as here. Actually, it's, it's, it was 209 when, uh, we filled it up in the middle of the, uh, the weekend. And then there's a gas station at the cell phone waiting lot, which is definitely upcharged. And it's like 220 to 230. I can't remember exactly what it was that day, but we just topped it off. I only got like three gallons, two, two to three gallons, and then yeah. just took the car right back. Uh, so, so yeah, arrived Wednesday. The plan on Wednesday was to go rock climbing, right? 
Um, so we go to our hotel. Check in at hotels it is about three p.m. Right? Yeah. Uh, we arrived at our hotel at like <laughs> at like ten thirty, maybe at the latest. I think yeah. it was like ten. And I we're know like, yeah, we, we we got in really early. We we're just wondering if we could check in if there you know if there are any rooms available because my my thinking was well. Unless if they were bo- overbooked or if they were booked to capacity the night before, then there's no way they're going to be able to accommodate us. But right. if not, then we could be good. And um, the 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 uh, the woman she says, uh, you know, uh, in about an hour. Or so we're like, all right, well, we'll go get some breakfast first. She calls like half an hour later, saying the room's ready. Nice. Um, That's so super we, clutch. Yeah, we wrapped up breakfast, headed back to our hotel. We got there at about like eleven, and the plan was to go rock climbing, but. There was rain in the forecast, and we didn't want to be rock climbing in the rain, right? So, sure. Um, after we finished breakfast, unfortunately, it started to drizzle a little bit. And I looked at my phone, and my phone says, "Oh, it's only supposed to rain at eleven and 12. I'm like, "All right, well, it could stop by the time we got to go rock climbing." Now, I don't know if the rocks are going to be wet still, but if the sun comes out, maybe it could dry it up. And it's not like the rain; it's not like the rock climbing is where you are right now. So, who knows if it's raining there? Um. About an hour later, I look at my phone. All of a sudden, there's rain in the forecast for like the entire day. And uh, Lana gets a call from the instructor and he goes, I just had to like run to my car because I'm drenched. Apparently, it was raining way harder there than it was in, oh, Central, wow. in, in downtown Denver. So, so yeah, we, um, he, he said we have to like reschedule. So we try to reschedule it, but the only days they could do was like Friday. I think Friday or, or maybe Saturday, Saturday being the wedding and Sunday was the day we were leaving. So um, we ended up having to get a refund. So honestly, we ended up taking a nap because we were just exhausted from the night before. We slept like three hours, I think. Three hours, before. yeah. Yeah. And then I slept most of the plane ride. But you know how those that gets, you know, when it's sleep. It's not plane, sleep. Yeah. You, I, I keep waking up and yeah. that REM sleep. It just it's not it wasn't right. So um, we decided to uh, see the movie Just Go With It, I think is what it's called. Who's in that movie? That's the one with Keegan-Michael Key from Key and Peele. Right. No, sorry. No, it's not Just Go With It. It's Don't Think Twice. Don't Think Twice. Don't yeah. Think Twice. Sorry. The, the Ira Glass the, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. The Ira Glass movie. Sitting so, at a pretty uh, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. How was it? Yeah. It was really good. I liked it. Uh, Do you give it a 99%? I don't know if I would give it a 99%. But I thought it was really good. I definitely recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, so it's it's basically the short of it's basically it's basically about a group of uh, improv performers. They have there's a group of like five or six friends. They're all older. They do improv comedy, but it doesn't really make that much money. And so um, most of them are striving for something greater. And there's like a spinoff show of oh, or not really a spinoff. It's just a mock. It's just a different show. But it's basically. Uh, Saturday Saturday Night Live. I think it's called Weekend Live in the show, and a lot of them are striving to be on that show, and so that's kind of the premise. Gotcha. And um, how like fame can can uh, mess with people's friendships. Uh, so so we we caught that, got some uh, got some dinner, and uh, oh, I met up with with uh, Brad Cooper. You remember oh, Brad Cooper, right, from high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He moved to Denver two years ago. He's been doing great out there. So we met up with him, had dinner. It was awesome. How's he uh, loving life out there? He loves it. He absolutely loves Denver. And like for him to, you know, for moving out there was kind of a big decision for him because he's lived in the, uh, in, in Chatsworth, in the Westchester area for, for his whole life. And so him moving out there was kind of a big deal for him. 
And one of the reasons why he moved is just because he felt like he needed something new to change his life a little bit, you know? Like, he, I think he'd just end up in cruise control sometimes. Oh, yeah. And he just needed different scenery, different environment. He knew some people out in Denver that were able to hook him up with a job and a place to stay. So he decided, you know what, I'm going to take advantage of it. And uh, he's been doing great since then. So I'm really happy for him. That was two years ago? Yeah, it was two years ago. I can't believe wow. it's, al- it's almost been two years now. I think it was two years ago. I think he said in October. What's he doing out there? He's doing landscaping. He's thinking about um, starting up his own landscaping business. So, um, you know, getting his own crew together. Yeah. He said, like, he said in, in like, the Westchester area, there are tons of crews. And it, the, the market's basically oversaturated. But he says out in Denver, there are very few companies that do it. And so he said it'd be pretty he, – he thinks it could be pretty easy to start up his own crew and get business without stepping on anybody else's toes. Yeah, I wonder what that world is like, the secret underbelly of landscaping. That's a great opportunity, though, if he's saying that there's not too many people who are doing it in that area. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he he certainly knows the the, uh, the market way better than I ever would. So, oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm definitely pulling for him. Oh, so, no doubt. Yeah, the, the next day... We we actually checked out of the hotel that we were staying in. We we uh, we were checking into the hotel that was closer to where my family was staying for the wedding. Um, so uh, we were we were I think in a, in a microtel the first night. Yep. And then the next night we were we were, we went to uh, a Hampton Inn, and most of the wedding party was actually in the Element Hotel. Yep. Um, I know the Element, which is a really nice hotel. Yeah. Yep. It was a really nice place. Um, so. We, uh, but, but in the daytime, before we, before our three o'clock check in, we decided to go for a hike, right? Yeah. Now, the night before, we were trying to find a place. Now, we talked about it on the podcast and we said we were going to do Beerstadt height, right? I think Mount Beerstadt. Yep. And, uh, well, we didn't, we didn't wake up early enough, but also, um, I, I also was trying to meet up with my brother, um, the one who's getting married, Mustafa, because, he needed some help getting some like these some of these gift bags together, and then we were going to be doing a dinner with his family, with like, or I'm sorry, with uh, his his fiance now his wife's family, and my parents who were getting in that day. And so I wanted to try to have some time available to you know not not right. be in a rush. So right. we decided not to do that one. Uh, Brad told us about another hike that we could do, but that ended up being too far away as well, um, and so we just couldn't make the time for it. So I ended up finding a different one, um, which was called, uh, I think it was called Chimney Falls. Okay. Or Chimney something. Chimney, I think it's Chimney Falls. Um, and in fact, I found one called Red Rocks, like Red Rocks Ridge, something like that. And I showed Lane and she goes, it's a little too red for me. It's meaning it's too deserty. So what? Lane, Lena has this massive, massive, massive fear of snakes. She hates the word snake. She she basically calls it the spawn of the devil, not basically. She literally calls them the, like the spawn of the devil. Um, we were when we were in Costa Rica, we were walking um, at night on like this dirt path back, uh, from our villa to this club, and it's like a big group of us going there, right? And we're all walking. There's no street lights on this road, so I have my phone out with the flashlight, right? And all of a sudden, like the distance, she goes, "What is that?" And she like points, right? And uh, I shine my flashlight up at it, and it's this snake. And she bolts. I've never seen her run fat so fast in my entire life. She would have given Allison Felix a run for her money in the uh, the 2012 Olympics, all right? Like she was gone. Uh, it was actually a snake that was run over by cars that was dead in the middle of the street. 
I love how oh. Elena has this almost bionic ability to <laughs> search for anything that looks even like a snake. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. And and we've taken like there's I told you about like the trail that I run on after like behind my work. And yep. I've seen two snakes on there now. One I've seen by myself, and the second time we were running together, and we saw a snake. And it was like this little baby snake. Like it was, it was barely bigger than like a big worm, you know. Yeah. So it it wasn't gonna do anything. But so, uh, she didn't want to do red rocks. So I'm like, all right, well, let me try to find another one. So she falls asleep that night on Wednesday. I'm sitting there looking for hikes that are closish, that are still somewhat challenging, that could give us, you know, a good like quarters day of entertainment. And I end up finding this, like, this one called, like, Chimney Falls. And I see the pictures. There's some green in it. There's, like, a little stream going by. I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe that'll be good. So I show her in the morning and we decide to go for it. So we drive out there. Had a lot of trouble finding the, the, um, uh, finding the start of the trail because there was some construction on the road and the original trailhead that, that Google Maps had marked ended up not really existing anymore. Like I saw cars parked there, but it, I thought there were con- like the people that were doing the construction, mm-hmm. but it turns out that's actually the parking lot for it. And you kind of have to walk a lot along the road, like behind the road, sort of, sort of, and, oh, interesting. Um, and then cut in. So we ended up like going up the road, um, then having like turn around, come back. It took like, it took like an extra like half hour to finally get started on this hike. Uh huh. So we finally get started and like not 15 minutes into the thing, I like hear some rustling in like the, 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 uh, the shrubbery to our oh, side. No. Cause this, it's like, it's definitely a deserty. So like we're hiking and she's like from the get go was not really interested. Like she was not feeling, I can tell immediately. Was she like, she and was just on edge? She wasn't even on edge. She's just not happy. Like not, just not in a good mood. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be talkative, trying to like say, like point out cool stuff, right? Or like, oh, that, you know, that view's cool already. I wonder, I wonder that how that's going to look. When we get to the top, like there was this huge like Coors brewing brewing plant, yeah, uh, pretty close to where we were, and um, I'm like, oh, I wonder how high we're gonna go relative to that building. We end up going like you know basically double, maybe triple the height of the building, probably more oh, that's than really that cool. actually, not 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 even double or triple, probably more than that. So we're um, but like like ten fifteen minutes into it, I hear like a rustling in the shrubs, and I look to my right and I see like a reptile in the uh, in the shrubs, kind of just scurry away. I don't know for sure that it was a snake. It may have just been like a, a, a lizard and I just could have been seeing its tail. But um, just the entire way up, Lena was, she was definitely not feeling it. And I'm, I'm, I'm quite confident it's because she was terrified of running to a snake, running into a snake. I'm like, I can't believe you she heard the rustle. You turned around and she was already in the car with her seatbelt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh no. Um, but let me tell you, I was playing Pokemon Go as we went up, right? Well, at least I had it open. I wasn't playing it as we went up. I had, you're gonna, I had you're it gonna, open, this, so you're gonna could... decide, you know what? Hiking a trail I've never done before. Let me just pick an application that can absolutely <laughs> destroy any and all battery life that I have. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had my battery pack with me, so it's all good. All right? Okay, so, okay. So I had it open so I can get some, so I can track some steps, and then all of a sudden, like near the very top of it. So the whole, the whole trail round trip was, was like five miles right on the nose. So two and a half up, two and a half back. And about two miles up, all of a sudden my phone vibrates and there's a left, there's an electabuzz just randomly on this mountain, which I don't have. So, um, this electabuzz was very, was, was like a thousand CP. Uh, I'm not going to see her. And I'll just leave it at that. You, yeah, you know yeah, what a thousand that's all you CP need to know. is. People that listen know that. So I caught a couple of those. 
um, hit the, hit the top of the trail. We, uh, had our, like a little bit of a lunch up there, like a light snack. Um, enjoy the view. Took a couple pictures. I sent those to you already before, actually. Um, yeah, they were ugly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. So, so, uh, we end up coming down the mountain. We, we basically flew down the mountain the same way that you and I came down Blanca Lake. There's no other way. Yeah. So, uh, I headed back to the car and, and went to our hotel, checked in, and then, uh, met up with my, with my brother and, uh, his fiance and her family. Nice. And then we went out to get, uh, lunch or dinner, sorry, at the, at the, uh, that, that Mexican restaurant that you, that you apparently had been to. Yeah. In Denver. So, uh, I had to say it. I, I saw it on the yeah. Facebook post. I was like, Oh, you guys, are, you guys are going there. I love that place. That was, place was yeah. so good when I went. It's really good. I can't, I can't recall the name of the place right now. Yeah, I went there when, uh, when I was working at Amex and we were doing some user testing in Denver. Um, so that's why I went there. I saw that street and I go, wait, that looks very familiar. I've definitely eaten on that street a couple times. So. Yeah, Tamayo. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it's, it though. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's like, it's like fancy Mexican food. Which is always a funny thing, but yeah. Uh, so then, uh, so yeah, the next the next day was like the rehearsal dinner day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, did you goof during uh, rehearsal? Did you did you mess up? Uh, no, 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 not at all. Oh, uh, you're a professional. Um, actually, actually, it was it was more than just like the wedding rehearsal. It was also our our practice, our rehearsal for the uh, the dance off. So, I'll. I'll I'll explain the dance off real quick, Mike. <laughs> yeah, please my, explain the dance off. My now sister in law, her family, they they did this uh, this Christmas uh, dance off on Facebook like two years ago, where they challenged people's families to do a dance off. Now, naturally, my brother, being his her, her her boyfriend at the time, had to respond, and he was a dancer in school as well as in college as well as my little brother they were both on their dan- their school's dance teams or dance teams like a dance club right and so they choreographed a couple of dances we did a dance off and it was a huge hit on facebook oh and it so, was a massive hit on facebook and so uh they they uh they wanted to do a dance off at the wedding and so both of my brothers so basically the way it was going to work is there were uh four songs or five songs total right but the first song was the Peril family. They had a, they had a dance and then it was the Hammond brothers. Now, my sister, she's, is in, she is on a, uh, uh, a study abroad and she left the week before the wedding. So she was in Barcelona. So she was flying into Denver, but arrived late Friday. And so she missed the rehearsal in the morning. So she was only able to pull off the fifth dance. So it went, their family, our family, their family, our family, and then combined families. And my sister was only able to learn the fifth dance, right. which was like the easiest one. Um, so it was, it was the, it was the four of us, the four brothers, and, uh, we, we had to practice the dance. And so in the, uh, on Friday morning, I think I got a good like 7,000 steps on my Fitbit because of that rehearsal. Nice. Whatever yeah. it takes. Yeah, man. So, uh, I was, I was sweating. Like I woke up, took a shower, got dressed, got fresh. And then I went and I danced and, and I danced for a couple hours. It was, it was, uh, it was fun, but it was, uh, it was very tiring or hot. And so, uh, and then like, I'm, and then 
you know, you finish up these dances and you walk through the hotel lobby and you see all these people that you haven't seen in years. And you, you know, you start, people want to give hugs. I'm like, uh, I'm uh just give you a handshake. Yeah, yeah. I'm drenched. All right. And yeah. I don't know you. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so then, yeah, after that was, uh, so Leno, she took, she got a spa, uh, or a spa. She got a, uh, a massage. She got like a spa date and, uh, she ended up going there with Muhammad's girlfriend. Oh, nice. And we all went out. The rest of us had to go for the, um, the ceremony rehearsal. So we went to the church. Um, and did the rehearsal pretty easy, pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then after that, we had the rehearsal dinner, which I say in quotes because they say rehearsal dinner. I don't think I've ever been to a rehearsal dinner where you actually rehearse the dinner or you rehearse anything. It's just the two families getting together for dinner. Well, but I think, don't called... you, don't you have to do the ceremony walkthrough before that? Yeah, yeah, we did the ceremony walkthrough. Is, do they just call it rehearsal dinner just because post, it's just after, it's mm-hmm. the dinner after the mm-hmm. rehearsal? Okay. So, so yeah, we, we, we did the dinner and, uh, and that was really good, you know, talking with everybody. Lena, Lena got to meet some of my extended family. Nice. And, uh, she really, there's a, a couple of cousins that I have that live in New York City and she hit it off really well with them. So they, they were, they're telling, they, they live in Queens and they're telling Lena that she, she has to come visit. They didn't tell me to visit. They just told Lena. Nobody likes you visit. though. I mean, you know, <laughs> but you, you know this. I was like, oh yeah, you can make a trip out of it. I know a few people. She's like, they're like, oh, huh, if you want to come, sure. But. But yeah, Reza can't come. This is the ladies. Yeah, this is this is this is the trip for the ladies. So. Dude, if you think about it this way, bring Elena to New York. They have a ladies day. I take you hiking. Yeah, because Lena might be terrified of running into a snake, so that could yeah. Work. And I've never seen a snake on that uh, trail anyway. So let's let's and, do it. And, yeah, yeah. I'll make I'll, I'll make a thing. We'll make a thing out of it. Yeah. Um, but not in September because I'm not yeah. here in September. All right. September is a bad month for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know when. I, I've been traveling a lot lately. Yeah, so we'll figure it'll, it out. It'll be good. We'll figure it yeah. Out. Um. So then the 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 next day. So Saturday was the day of the wedding, and so woke up, went over to their hotel because we were staying in a different hotel. It's just a mile and a half up the road. So just drove down there, um, and just basically chilled. Mustafa, he his his computer was still set to West Coast time which is an hour um, behind Denver. Mm-hmm. And what he and my sister-in-law, Maria, were doing is they, they wrote these letters to each other that were supposed to be delivered right before the ceremony. And he was writing the, the letter on his computer, and he looks at the computer, and he's like, and I think we we're supposed to meet up, like, I think we're supposed to meet up at 10 or 11 to leave or something like that. And he looks at the computer, and it's like, oh, it's 9. So he's like, oh, I got plenty of time, right? And so he's sitting there just typing away, and then he finishes and looks at his phone. He realizes that his computer was an hour behind, and he's oh, late now. Oh, no. So we're all just, like, chilling there waiting for him. Uh, and so, you know, he shows up. We we head over to the church, and uh, we're in this, we're in this like, this this side room because, he's you know, he's he can't – he has to be hidden away when the bride arrives. He can't see her beforehand. Um, and my sister – my sister's actually one of the uh, the bridesmaids, so – she had to get ready with them in the morning. So she got picked up super early and, um, she's like delivering messages back and forth. So she ended up delivering the letters to and from my brother. And at that point we were practicing our dance too. And there's like these photographers in the room and they're just getting a huge kick out of n- not just the dance, but my, my, my brothers in general, Muhammad and Majid were pretty funny. Yeah. And, uh, they, they love, they love to, uh, to, you know, just make jokes all the time. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, the, the photographer, she's just getting a huge kick out of the two of them. Um, and is it because Majub is hitting on the photographer? 
<laughs> Don't lie. No, de- <laughs> definitely not. I mean, he he is single. He's single, so he could if he wants. He's single at a wedding. I mean, yeah, single at a wedding. You know how you know what to do. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so cer- ceremony happens. It was supposed to only be like half an hour, but it ended up being like an hour. But the deacon, he was hilarious, dude. Like he's telling these stories, like he's telling these stories about about the uh, my brother and his wife and. They're just, they're just really funny. Like they, they, he, he's like, they're both very meticulous. They're a meticulous couple, which is a hundred percent true. They, they planned, they basically planned in this entire wedding. They planned everything about it. And when, uh, the, the deacon like asked for like a short bio on the other person so he can read it while he's up there to, you know, just kind of explain, you know, introduce the family, the, the, the new couple, um, introduce the new couple to the families and friends that are there, right. That don't know the other person. And he's like, they deliver like pages of information <laughs> about each other. And so now, if you go to stories, page like, wow. thirteen, subparagraph so five, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. It's literally, it's literally how it went down. So, um, so yeah, we after that we ended up going to uh, to the reception. Um, the the wedding, the wedding itself was really nice, and we had, we went to the reception, and it was at uh, like I think it's called Sanctuary Golf Club, something like that. Apparently, there are only two members: the owners of Remax, the real estate company, and they basically only use this golf club for charity events. So, wow, the only two members are the owners of the company, and then they just invite people to join. And the only the only way that they make money is actually off of weddings, which I was told by one of the staff there that doesn't. It, it's just a it's just a drop in the bucket of the operating costs. Like weddings are basically just for fun for them. Um, it just to I guess fill the days where they're not doing charity events more or yeah. less. Um, and so it was a really nice place. The food was great. The food is fantastic. That's what I was going to ask. Must, That's what I'm excited to hear about. A, yeah, Mustafa did a great job. So they picked the they picked the meals. Um, Mustafa he he doesn't eat. Um, he doesn't really. So, uh, you know he's he's Muslim, right? And uh, the meat that we that we eat, it's if you're a strict Muslim, it has to be killed in a certain way. There's like a prayer that you say to halal, it, to, right? the, uh, to the animal. Yeah, it's halal meat. And so, um, he didn't. They, they weren't getting halal meat, so uh, they had a filet mignon, like a beef option, and then they had a salmon, and then for vegetarians, they had a vegetarian option. Uh, so my mom doesn't eat fish, so she ate the vegetarian food. But Mustafa, he loves salmon. He got the salmon with like this ginger soy glaze. Mm. It, was, it was great. It was fantastic. He said that it was supposed to come like they, it was originally with like some cream sauce, like creamy sauce. And he asked if they can do something with like, cause he's a huge fan of ginger. So he asked if there's something like soy or ginger. And they're like, yeah, we got that. And so he said it was, it was fantastic. Nice. But Muhammad, Muhammad was the best man and he was terribly nervous about the, the best man toast. And I was like, really? Like he, he's a great speaker. Like he, he's really funny. He's a great speaker I was, and, and a great storyteller too. So I was like, this, you know, he'll, he's going to do a great job. And he told me before that he was more nervous about the best man's speech than he was about the dance off, which surprised me. And it, he was so nervous that he actually couldn't eat his food. Like he, he, he just didn't have the appetite for it. So he like got up and he like went to the back, I think was practicing. He was like pacing around and stuff. It's a big moment, buddy. And so yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, but he killed it. He knocked, he knocked the ball out of the park on that one. Yeah. Tell you, tell me about it. It was, I mean, it, it was just like the story. I need and, you to recite it word for word. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, the, and the maid of honor speech was also great. 
So I think they both did a fantastic job. Um, and, uh, after that, so that we, before that, we did like a bunch of pictures and stuff, which I was not happy about. I don't like taking pictures and I don't like taking too many pictures. So like there was, you know, the, the, uh, the, the bridal party pictures and stuff. That's all fine. That's all expected. But then after that, it's all the family and friends that you haven't really seen. So like everyone's been around for the weekend, but people are doing different stuff. So now I'm catching up with people and Lena, oh, she got, she, she started taking pictures and she was like, Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. She took like these pictures of, of, uh, me and my buddy Tom who, who lives in Brooklyn. And she's like, Oh, this is so cute. And she's like, All right, Tom, let me get somebody of you by yourself. I can get you a LinkedIn picture because you know, you, you dressed up. It's a, it's a nice golf course. So she starts taking pictures. She promised him turnarounds within seven days, which I don't think she's even taken the pictures off of her SD card. I'm going to give her a shout out on that. I'm going to get, I'm going to call her out on that uh-oh, after this episode. Uh oh. Uh oh. Because she owes that man. It's been eight days now, man. She owes that man a LinkedIn picture. Hey, you got to live with her, all right? So <laughs> I'm going to let her know. Yeah, I'm just saying, Tom, Tom's my boy, and he deserves a LinkedIn picture. Tom might be your boy, but okay. <laughs> I got I got <laughs> And so, Reza was never seen or heard from again. You do what you got to do. Uh, so uh, after that, there was uh, – after after the dinner, that's when we went over to the uh, the dance area. It's like the little pavilion. And, uh, the, the photographers put together this slideshow of the entire day, like all the day's events, all, all the pictures that were taken. I can't believe how quickly they got the thing together. It looked great. And then, uh, they cut the cake and then, uh, they, uh, they did the, the, uh, their first dance and then the, uh, the father daughter dance with the, uh, the, the, um, the bride and her dad. And then was the dance off. And so. I had practiced the dance off a good bit, right? I had practiced, like, my brother sent videos of this to us a couple of weeks before we, we were supposed to go out there. So I practiced basically every day or almost every day. And then when we got there, that's when we were able to get everything like on point. So any moves that I didn't fully get, they were able to teach me. Mm-hmm. We got our formation together and we got the timing right with the time. The timing was the key because, um, watching the videos is fine and all, but the timing isn't a hundred percent there. And so we start, we, you know, we go out there and start to dance. And I think I just like, I had, I had like rushed to the bathroom real quick. I'd come back and I like, you know, I had to like quickly like take my jacket off and like run back to the dance floor. And so I think I was like a little tired and just not fully there. I just hadn't fully prepped my mind for it. Like it just kind of came up. It just happened. I didn't realize how quickly it was going to show, it was going to come up. So all of a sudden the dance starts and like, the first move, dude, I messed up. Like I'm sitting. Oh, Reza! I mean, like you've seen the video, right? Like it's I, not. I've it's seen not it. Like, first terribly. of all, I've seen the video many times. <laughs> it's not like I'm. I'm sure you've seen me. I'm sure you've seen the parts where I do something slightly different than other people. And like, so so we start off to uh, to Drake's uh, enemies. I think that's what the song's called. Which right? is such an amazing move, because Lena, <laughs> you guys, okay. Okay, just so, just so we're clear, I have I'm gonna be interjecting so many times during this dance-off conversation, because when the Perels when they start off, it's just it's clean, you know, it's very yeah. Leave It to Beaver, it's very it's cute, <laughs> you know, it's cute white it, people dancing. 
It's to a it's to a Flo Rida song, I think, right? Well, or no, Pitbull. Pitbull. It's to Pitbull. Uh, it's not Flo yeah, Rida. I, I, I don't know which I don't know which Pitbull song it yeah, is. Yeah, but, but like it, their song choices were very poppy. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point. Super poppy, super top forty. Um, you know, ninety nine point five WJBR maybe <laughs> will play this song. All right, <laughs> maybe, maybe, and then and then these four guys. The Hammer Brothers coming out. The, the Hammer Brothers coming out, and you do that like crip walk to to Drake's enemies, and I died. I, I leaned back in my chair and I literally guffawed. <laughs> okay, I haven't laughed that hard in so long. So I go, I go. Oh, this is gonna. Oh, this is a line now. Oh, okay, okay. It's talk about that. Talk about that moment of you guys coming out for me. So, so the uh, the transitions from song to song were, were instant. So basically, the idea was, it's kind of like you know, um, what's that one movie called? Like Omarion, where they uh, uh, you got served, right? Yeah, you got served. I was gonna say Omarion's uh, supposed to yeah. be because you know I called you <laughs> when I first heard that song. So like I, I envisioned it like we're looking at them like in their eye like in their heart of their souls right uh, as we'd like walk out but we end up performing to the audience so they were kind of off to the side but we we walk out and we're like in this like trapezoid formation like a parallelogram almost yeah not so trapezoid, on point parallelogram. though so or, or on rhombus point. yeah so so Majub is supposed to be at the front left this was his chore this is his choreography his and front wait was, your guys is front left which is on screen front right yeah front right yes yeah. and then and then Mustafa is in line with him to his right yep. um or on the screen that you're left right and then I'm in between the two in the in the second row behind them yep. and then Muhammad is then to my right now who are the best dancers so, again it was Majub. oh by far Majub and Mustafa so because in the they're front. the two dancers yeah Majub and Mustafa okay yeah, they're the they're the dancers. They're the one. They're the ones who danced in in college, and they're the both. They're they're the uh the choreographers for these for these dances. So Majub choreographed the first dance, and when Lena saw this video for for uh that Majub had, like it was it was it was not censored, and Lena's like her, her jaw's basically on the floor, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why do you act like such a prude sometimes? You act like you never heard a curse word. She's like, you can't play this at the wedding. Like, <laughs> you cannot you cannot play. Drake's enemies at a wedding because it's going to be censored. (laughs) You guys are, you guys should get married. These families are coming together. (laughs) You playing this song about how, oh, y'all, y'all got a lot of enemies. enemies, Right. Lana's like that. What are they going to think? They're going to sit there and think like, oh my God, he's got a lot of enemies. Like what, what is she marrying into? I was like, they're not going to, it's a song. It's a song. Oh no. Oh God. It's, it's such a funny statement to make. Like, oh, the groom's brother's coming out, like, like all of a sudden, he's king of the north, he's got all these enemies <laughs> out there in the south, and he goes, got a lot of enemies, I go, oh no, oh no, they, yeah. they came out too hard, and it's a censored version of that song, and anyone who knows Drake's enemies knows, you lose <laughs> half of the lyrics if you censor that song. There's whole parts of that song where when you guys are dancing, there's nothing that you can hear music wise because they have bleeped the last 16 measures of this song people are like did the music cut out do they need to check on the sound system no 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 no. they just had to bleep 
the last three paragraphs that Drake was saying about how he's got all these enemies, got a lot of enemies. Well, at least at least the beat continued behind it. So, you know, there was still that. You know, the, the lyrics aren't the important part. It's all about it's all about the beat, and and we and I think we I think we did a pretty good job. I think I think Majub's choreography worked out pretty well with it. So we come out, we basically like do this this like a mean walk, not really a mean walk, but it's like a super casual walk almost. So you got that you got like the uh, the, the lean, lean. And, and the little pop the little bop with your right knee. Yeah. And so we get in line, and then um, and then we start right. But basically, what you do is you like, step back with your left foot and you throw your right arm up in the air, and the very first one. I stepped back with my right foot and I put my left arm in the air, uh, which I'd never up. done before. Rezzo, yeah, you overthought it. You overthought it. I didn't. No, it wasn't even that. I, I mean, I, I just think I didn't even. I guess maybe you're right. Maybe I did overthink it in the moment. I'm sitting there trying to think, what is the move? And I was like, all right, I'm going to follow their lead because I forgot what the next move was. And like, I knew everything. I knew all the moves. And if I didn't think about it, they probably would just float really naturally. Um, but, you know, I recovered pretty quickly. It wasn't a big deal. You can hardly tell. And then, um, and then this, so we, we, um, like halfway through the choreography, we, we, uh, we do the shmoney dance and we get into uh, a line, we get into a straight line, right? Because then we do like this little wave thing. And so like we, uh, I had, we hadn't really practiced the shmoney dance into formation. So on my part, I think it looked a little sloppy in terms of like the leg movements, but whatever, not a big deal. Wait, before um, you continue. Yes. The shmoney dance. I have to say. For people who don't know what the Shmoney Dance is, <laughs> alright, there's this great song that he does that you should look up. And what you'll find out is that the Shmoney Dance is quite possibly one of the most versatile dances you can do to almost any song. Now, you guys didn't have like a cap or a snapback at all because that would have been amazing. If you kicked off that one shmoney dance move just by tossing it in the air, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I was thinking about. about that, dude. I was thinking about that. I wish I did, but um, yeah, I, in terms of in terms of our outfits, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have fit, I guess. But I really would have loved to do that because um, I would definitely have sacrificed one of my hats to the crowd just to throw that hat off. Oh yeah, I mean, just toss it to just toss it to E. You know, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, we, so then after that, so we do the shmoney dance and we like, our, we like dust our shoulders off. We walk off, right? And then all of a sudden, Taylor Swift's Shake It Off comes uh, on. And like the yeah. idea behind it was like, um, supposedly the idea behind it, the coin of Mustafa is that they were basically like shaking off our, 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 uh, dance. Yeah. Know, well, I got dance. that. I got that immediately. I was like, they're like, we, and- we gotta get out of this. <laughs> so, uh, so, so they do that, right? And like, um, we, uh, we're supposed to like be like trash talking them. Like, you know, oh, this is garbage. Like, the, you know, it's, it's nothing. Right. And then, um, and then we, and then we kick it off into Mustafa's dance, um, which it's two songs. Actually, the first one is, uh, my boo you know, the at night, I think of you, I want to be your lady baby. Right. Oh yeah. Dude. Come on. Come on. Yeah. So, so there's this, there's this, <laughs> come on, buddy. <laughs> there's this, <laughs> there's this dance called i get it's called the running man challenge which i never fully understood but hey, this the running man challenge and then um and then and then uh what it kicks off i don't know the, the moves are the, the moves for that were actually pretty simple um so that wasn't a big deal well wait a second and then, wait a second because right, because there's this the one the reject oh okay well well that's in the second day i'm that's sorry second, i'm sorry you're right i'm yeah. sorry 
Go yeah, ahead. That's in the Chris Brown song, My which bad. I can't remember My the name bad. of the Chris Brown song, but it's a Chris Brown song, right? Yeah. And uh, and so so that starts uh, what you you do you do one move, don't know the name of that move, and then and then it kicks back into the uh, the Dougie, and then it goes into the reject, which Sandy Sandy has not been able to wrap his mind around it's, quite yet. It's like you're hopping in place, not hopping in place. It's the uh, it's sort of like skipping and hopping in one place, except you're my mind, my, my mind's blown. I just can't get it. I can't get it. Yeah. So, so if you if you watch mine, you'll see that mine looks different than Mustafa's and Majub's. Um, Mustafa's probably looks the best. I think Majub claimed that he couldn't get it, but both both Majub and Mustafa kept claiming that they weren't getting the other person's dance very well. Like the they weren't getting each other's dance. I'm like, man, guys, are just trying to make me and Mo feel better. Like. <laughs> Um, because the way, I, the way Mustafa does it, it looks as if he's putting all his weight on his like back, like he's really kicking away and mine really does look like it just doesn't look the same. Um, and so there are lots of tutorials, tutorial videos on it though, but it, it does look pretty cool. And then, uh, and then the last part of it, like Chris Brown goes like your limit do- doesn't compare to my limit right so like we try- must have like he he choreographed that to kind of match up so like we kind of like move forward and then we like to kind of like like sh- like uh I don't know cross our hands together and just like, say like you know your your limit can't compare to my limit I don't know I- I'm I'm literally doing this right now as if you're going to see it no one's going to see it no one even knows what I'm talking about but no one, that's no, what one happens. Right no, no one knows what you're doing right now no one knows what I'm talking about and then, uh, and then when we finish that, that's when we, we switch it off into the final dance, which is the group, the family dance. And so, um, must have like set up a formation for that. And so Sarah and I are in the back because Muhammad's supposed to move up closer to Majub and, and, uh, Mustafa and Maria are supposed to be in the front, but Muhammad was kind of like in line with me still. And Sarah was complaining, like trying to figure out where she's supposed to be. So like our, our beginning part did not look the way it was supposed to look like, but again, that's fine. And then, um, uh, but yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I definitely had a lot of fun doing the dance. Good. I I practiced the dance so many times, and I only got tired because of how many times I was doing it. I was pretty winded by the end of this one. Just the, the one the one dance, like just straight through. I don't know why I was so tired. I think it was the one. adrenaline. You're probably right. I think it had to have been the adrenaline that like Cause was I, kicking in, and then you're running, you're coming off of that high. And it's just like yeah. you, you, you feel the tiredness more in your bones at that point. Yeah. Cause I, I'm, I sit, I sat there and watched myself and, um, near the very end, I'm just not putting like my, my, my lower half of the body into the moves. Like I, like I had been in the practices, like I had, like I should have been doing. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. Lena had a lot more to drink that night than I, I think. And that single night, she drank more than every other night, than all other nights combined since we've been together, if that makes sense. I mean, she was lit. <laughs> there was there was a drink. There were two drinks, right? I, I, one of them, I think, was called the Moose, and the other one was called, like... The Goose. <laughs> it was called, like... It was it was something with Maria's name. It was it was like Maria. I don't know if it was it was Maria something something Maria, right? And so she goes, "Oh, you should try both of them at the same time." To one of Mustafa's friends, Brad from back home, she's like, "Oh, that's how, this is how you should do it. You, should, you need to get you can't just have one of them. You have to have both of them." And he goes, "Oh my God, it's such a great idea." Um, not t- to me, not around me. She just told me this, or they told me this later. 
But I was like, what happened? She goes, well, you weren't around to supervise because I was sitting at the bridal table, the, the bridal party table, right? And she was sitting at a different table. And so she goes, well, she didn't feel like I was going to be judging her. And I was like, I never judged you anyway. Like you're, she's literally sitting with my half brother, with uh, my, my sister, my half sister. Um, and then, and then, uh, like she's sitting with Tom, she's sitting with my buddy Jeremy, she's sitting with a bunch of people that I know. And she's sitting there getting her drink on more than she ever did when, when, uh, when we, when we get like dinners together. But that's, that's part of the circumstance too. Like we tend to not go out to bars and clubs and stuff. And so she's not going to sit there. I mean, she let her, she let her hair down. She, she let her, (laughs) she let her hair down, I guess. Um, but she had a great time. She was, she was loving the dancing, um, which was good. Good. And, and then the, uh, so, you know, we, we basically danced till 11 PM and then things had to wrap up. So we took a, uh, they took, everyone took, most people took a shuttle. I drove back to the hotel. We kicked it at their hotel for a bit before we went back to ours and passed out. And the next morning we got up and we went to their hotel, um, for breakfast. Um, so most of them, Maria, they're huge, they're, they're huge sweet, sweets fans. So they, they have like, they pin lots of like restaurants and ice cream shops and Google Maps. So when they visit certain cities, they can visit certain places that they haven't been to before. And a lot of that revolves around ice cream, um, as well as other like pastries. So they love donuts and not just like glazed donuts or chocolate glaze, like from Dunkin' Donuts, but they get like these, you know, crazy flavored donuts. So, oh, yeah. um, like like lavender donuts. Oh yeah. Or like lavender's so, great. Rose, so, I got I got you, fam. So they go all out. And so we go we go over there and they have donuts. And not everyone considers donuts breakfast, but hey, I'm one of those people that will consider donuts breakfast because I can get full off of donuts pretty quickly. What? I get stomach yeah. aches off of donuts very quickly. Well, I it's maybe it's because I don't eat as much as you maybe Whoa because Whoa <laughs> You just gonna come at me like that? No. Well, in I'm front of saying, everybody that's listening right now, you gonna come at me like that? You you remember in Brazil when you ate the whole fish? Yeah, because I'm a man, Reza. <laughs> All right, with with the man's stomach, and I'm I'm a little I'm a man with a little boy stomach, and that I just didn't weird. I Don't couldn't say eat. That again. I'm just saying. <laughs> I got cre- I got so, creeped out just then. So I, I had like a I had like a donut and a half, and I was cool. I was cool for several hours. Um, but we kicked it there for a bit, and then uh, Lena had found this um, go-karting place nearby, and so I was like, "All right, well, we're gonna go go karting." So my uh, my oldest brother, Muhammad, he he was actually staying in town for a few days after. So Lena and I got in early to spend some time in Denver. They were staying later, so one of the things they were doing was actually catching a Coldplay concert on Tuesday because Coldplay happened being or it's two, Monday or Tuesday. Coldplay, it was. And, one of the goats in terms of yeah. the show that they can put on. Yeah, they 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 were uh, looking for things to do, I think, and or maybe there were like Coldplay's on their final tour, and they found out that it, that just so happened that Coldplay was going to be there in the same time that they were going to be in Denver, so they end up seeing seeing them, and they weren't sure what they were going to be getting into. They were just going to go meet up with the friend who had just moved to the city not long before, and she lived like uh, we were we were south of Denver, and she lived like to the west of Denver, and Lena found this go karting place. Which was, you know, halfway through. So, or halfway to their place. So, uh, when I, when I told them what they were doing, they're like, oh, snap, like they want to do that. So we ended up inviting them. Um, and then Maju was like, oh, I want to go too. So we're like, all right, well, we got to figure out how to do this now. Cause I'm in this tiny Hyundai Elantra. All of a sudden we have a group of five that want to go go karting and all of us have to take our bags with us. 
um, what Majuba ended up doing was having my parents take his back. So he put them in their van because his flight was really close to when their flight was. And we were able to fit my bags and uh, Muhammad's bags in, into the car. And then we drove out there. And then my parents picked up Majuba from the go-karting place. And uh, they went to the airport. So we went go-karting, right? And so Lena's sitting there talking this trash to me. She's, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you know, you're going to, you're going down or something, right? And she starts saying the same thing to me. Uh, we all start trash talking to one another. And then we get on the track, Sandy. And, and guess who's the first person to get lapped? Who? Tell me. Lena. Uh, Lena. She's uh, sitting there driving super casually. I'm just mm. like, oh my God. And I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to hurt her. I don't want to bump her. I don't want to hurt her. So, I'm coming up. So the way it was, um, you start staggered, right? And the ranking is just based on your time. It's not based on who crosses the checker flag first, which makes sense to me. Um, so Muhammad is catching up to me. I, I, I start off in the front. Muhammad's right behind me. And Lena was the last car. She was like the eighth car of the eight people that were on the track at this time. And so I'm in the front. I'm driving. Muhammad starts coming up on me, but I'm also coming up on Lena too. And I need to get past her. And I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't like commit to a move hard enough. Like there just wasn't time. Um, and so they have this one flag that basically tells slower drivers to move to the right and get over. I was stuck behind her for a good lap, dude. Muhammad passed her. He was able to get past me and past her at the same time. And then, uh, when I, when we crossed the, when we crossed the, 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 the starting line, the guy waves the flag at her and tells her to move over. Um, so she ends up moving over. I get past her. And then eventually I see, I go by Muhammad who spun out. There's just all kinds of drama on the track right now. Oh, it was, it was, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. There, there were electric go-karts, so they could like shut your car off at any time if they want. But you you're banned. Can't apply. You're banned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. They can literally, if you're being dangerous, they say they can literally shut your car off and take you, kick you off the course. Um, and they can also, if you, if you push the brake and the gas at the same time, your car shuts off too. What? Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous because, and I, I just couldn't wrap my head around that, or I mean, I couldn't wrap my head around the concept of it or the idea of it. Like, why would that happen? Um, because when you're when you're going into these turns, like when you're going in and out of these turns, you're applying gas and brakes so close to one another that it's really hard to not do that, right? So, um, I think so. I didn't have a problem with that in the first race, but I did have a problem with it in the second race. I actually ended up stopping my car for a moment. Um, but so the, the first race goes by and I was definitely like skidding a lot. Like I was, I was going to these turns too fast and then I would apply the brakes and then I would kind of slide a little bit. I was basically drifting through corners, but, but there was too much traction. So you end up getting just, you know, just jerking and just like kicking the ground too hard with the, uh, with the tires and it would just slow you down. So I think my fastest lap around the track was like 25 point something seconds, but there was a couple that was on the track with us um actually there were seven of us on the track at once and there were five of us there and there were two other people there and uh the guy of that couple he beat me so i got second place which to me i was very satisfied i beat i beat everyone in my group so i was very satisfied with that but we paid for two two races so we go out there again oh yeah second Redemption. race and this time i Redemption. yeah I, I tried to learn from my mistakes right i tried to um what i tried to do is approach these turns and coast through them more instead of instead of either braking or giving it gas because the cars still go even if you're not touching anything i think so um 
so yeah, I, I did that. Um, I got a lot, I got a, um, better times, like a better average time and a better, like a better fastest lap time on the second race. But what, at one point in the race, um, I ended up like having a slight collision with, cause I was in first place a lot of the race that you can like check the, you could check the board as you're going by. Yep. I think I was in first place up until the second to last lap. The, the female of the couple that was also on the track with us, she was super slow. And at one point I was coming up on her and I tried to pass her on the outside, but then she turned to the outside and it was almost like she did it intentionally, but I don't think she really did. I just don't think she was aware of me coming. So I ended up having to slam the brakes on and I bumped her. And then she like turns to me and is like, what the barnacles or whatever she said. And, um, and I'm like, you know, sorry, I guess, you know, then I fly by her and then her boy, her, her husband or boyfriend or whoever he was, he ended up beating me because I had to crash into her because I, because she wouldn't, she was in the, she was, she got in front of me. Like I had, I intentionally tried to pass her on the outside because I figured she wasn't going to move over. And sure enough, she wasn't moving over. And then at the last second, she started moving over to the right. So when I'm like in her, I, I mean, it's not a blind spot. You don't have mirrors, but when I'm like right on her, like back tires, that's when she comes over and it kind of hits, like we crash into each other. Uh, but you know, so what you're what saying is. is it's a uh, it's yeah it's sabotage it's uh it's a it's a, is it a fun time to be in the household with uh Rez and elena i feel like there's a lot of uh you're you're, you're subjecting her to snakes you're bumping her on the go-kart <laughs> track i mean whoa 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 this is her decision she found she, she oh that's right she actually, that's right there there was a an indoor skydiving place really close to our hotel like right down the street and i was like oh that'd be cool to do i thought about that um and she tried to find a coupon for it, but uh, they didn't have a coupon and ended up being really expensive without it. But she did find go-karting, and that's how that happened. I thought she was going to be more competition, though, man. She's sitting there talking that trash, and uh, and she she wasn't even close. Disappointed. Disappointed. There it is. This is watch watch this be like the one episode that she listens to. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a beat in Sandy. I'm telling you this. And Reza was never seen or heard from. Or heard from ever again. Again. Sounds like you had a great weekend though when you were out there. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so many activities. Back. Yeah, flew back on Sunday. Oh, after that, after that. Um, so we took Muhammad and and and, uh, and Amy, his girlfriend, to uh, downtown with us, just to get a little bit closer to where they were finally going. And we went to our bridal show, and um, they took an Uber from there up to uh, wherever they were going. And then. Um, the bridal show was okay. Like it ended up being a lot of local stuff, like a lot of people doing local stuff, like you know, mm-hmm. um, wineries, uh, photographers, DJs, yeah. even venues, uh, which is to be expected, really. But there were a couple of wedding planners that we spoke to, um, and one of them, she says, the way they, the way actually they actually do it. I don't love. I don't think all wedding planners work this way, but apparently some do, which isn't used to me doing like a destination wedding what she said that she does is she actually doesn't charge us anything what happens is she ends up um going through with the resort so say we wanted to do one in jamaica right so say we wanted to do one in jamaica where we had originally gone to um part of the fee that we would pay to the hotel would actually go to her and it's just a negotiated cost i guess that she would work out with them but it wouldn't be any more apparently than what we would have paid them anyway so Basically, she ends up getting like a 5% fee or whatever it would be from the hotel, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think so. So um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, 
And it, and I feel like that could make a wedding planner a bit more of a viable option because I was afraid of getting a planner because I was just afraid of having another expense. But I feel like they would know a bit more about destinations and having a bit more um, insight as to what we need right. for a destination uh, venue. But we've been actually having some different thoughts about that. I'll, I'll, I'll probably get into that with you just personally because I don't want this episode to drag on any longer. Um, yeah, so ended up flying back home, got back late Sunday, and then tried to get back right into work on Monday, which was kind of tough. I, like I an adult. Going home. Like an adult. I, yeah, I, I, try, I was planning on going home early. I was planning on just do, putting my work in and then coming home and then just working from home or napping or whatever I needed to do. I ended up staying there like just as late, if not later than most other days. And then it happened to my dad too. I told you he got home at four in the morning. I think I finally fell asleep around two in the morning. I had to wake up. I woke up at like, you know, not at six like him. I woke up at like nine. Um, so I still got a decent amount of sleep, but he got home at four, woke up at six. And he said he was planning on just going to work for a couple of hours and then coming back home. He ended up staying until like five or six o'clock. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. Busy days, man. Yeah. Busy days. Gotta, gotta be grown up. Yeah. yeah. But so, uh, congratulations but yeah. though to your brother for getting married. Yeah, yeah. He's actually on his way out to uh to uh to this area right now to my house. He's got a he's got a wedding to go to in the in DC next weekend, so he's coming here. So I'll get to spend some time with the newlywed awesome couple. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, let's end it here then. Yep. Sounds good. Cool. All right. All right. Well, I'm Russell. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in a minute. Bye.